Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 58. My name is Chris Harper. We discuss a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs every weekday live on Take Note, the radio program. It's heard on 88.1 FM on Guam and on khmg.org. We wanted to provide a way for those who miss any portion of that hour-long program to hear the entire lesson in about 10 minutes, minus the music. That's why we bring you the Take Note podcast twice a week. Today, we want to ask you to take note of John 3, 16 through 21. The most well-known verse in all of the scripture can be found in our text of the day. It provides a summary for much of this chapter, and it contains some of the most important information in the world, namely that God loves us, that he sent his son to be our savior, and that through him we can have everlasting life. There's more to the story, but our theme is everlasting life from John 3, 16 through 21. A person with questions about life and death, heaven and hell, their soul and the future, is not going to find a better place in the New Testament to begin reading. John 3 is a key passage. In it, Jesus tells men how to be saved. These are his own words to us about eternal life. You can probably quote the first verse. It can be asserted that this is the most well-known passage in all of the Bible. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. People can be certain about this first thing mentioned. God loves them, and he demonstrates his love by sending his Son. This is not the kind of worldly love that's expressed, but never proven. He proved it by sending his only Son to die in our place, to be our just sacrifice for sin. The wages of sin is death, but those who believe in him will not perish. While our bodies die, our souls go on into everlasting life with him. There's no other way, and there's no other Savior but Jesus. He had a specific purpose when he entered the world, and that we find in John 3.17. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. While he came to sinners, he did not come to condemn us. Our sins already condemn us, but he came to provide salvation. People who are in a hopeless state, headed for certain death, unable to save themselves, need a savior, one who's capable of lifting them from that hopeless state and he's the only one that could do it. He provided a perfect, sinless sacrifice for sins, shedding his own blood on our behalf, dying and then raising from the dead, defeating death. Our embrace of him is an embrace of the only means of salvation. We must believe, and he is the one who came to save, doing all that was required to make it happen. 
There's an alternative, and that's clear in John 3.18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The joyous good news is that everyone who believes is not condemned, that is, condemned to an eternity far from God. The Bible says, in torments. That is the only future for people who don't believe. Rejection of Christ means condemnation. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through him. With the options being presented so clearly, why would anyone choose to reject him? Well, the next few verses go a long way in explaining. John 3.19 And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. The light of Christ has come into the world, and it has exposed the evil of men's hearts. It has revealed the sin within us, and it's brought very dark things out into the open. These are all things that can be cleansed by Christ and his sacrifice. But the heart is deceitful, and men have a tendency to love darkness rather than light. We cling to our evil rather than rejecting it and turning to the Savior. There's some further explanation in the next verse, John 3.20. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. The way of man is to avoid the light, to continue doing evil and to run from reproof, because reproof is painful. It makes us the problem, and it highlights our sinful hearts and our sinful actions. So here's what we should know. While the light of Christ reveals what we are, it also reveals the truth of salvation how that his blood sacrifice on the cross can cleanse us from all sin. Understanding the truth about us hurts, but understanding the truth about him heals eternally. The story of embracing Christ is clearer in verse 21 of John 3. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. The eternal solution for man is not to turn from the light, but to come to the light, to come to the loving Savior, to have faith in him, to embrace him fully as our only means of salvation. And whatever deeds we accomplish after coming to him will be a result of his empowerment. And far from the sin that characterized our lives before we knew him, We can do good and right. We can do His will, that which pleases Him. Everlasting life is in Christ alone, but we must come to Him, surrender to Him, and believe. You've been listening to the Take Note Podcast, These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. 
Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. Every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.